0: you really do make a judgment on a person, on their practice based on their online reviews, whether that's right or wrong. It is how the world is working
1: these days. Welcome to Doc Working, the whole physician podcast. I'm Dr. Jen Barna, co-host and founder of Doc Working. And I'm here today with Avalon Hartman of Empath IQ, We're going to have a conversation about something that I find difficult and actually to be something that I've avoided for years. And I think that it's a conversation that we must have at this point because it can't be avoided any longer. So Avalon, before we get too far into this, I want to give a little bit of information about your background. Avalon Hartman has a degree in business administration from the University of San Diego, She's helped clients with their branding and marketing programs in the publishing industry and also in the trade show arena. In March of 2020, we saw an unexpected worldwide shutdown of the trade show industry. So she began working at Empath IQ in the somewhat newer field of reputation management. While not at work, you can find her hiking some of San Diego's beautiful trails and also enjoying sunset yoga on the beach. That sounds fabulous. <laughs> Welcome to Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and talk about
0: our little niche of the world with reputation management.
1: Yeah, it's such an interesting topic, and especially for physicians, because I think we have tended to bury our head in the sand and kind of wish away online reviews. And I think it's time, even I as a patient have used online reviews to make decisions about who to see. And so I'm really curious to learn from you everything that I can in this short amount of time about why a physician should care about online reviews and what to do to improve them. So I have a a bunch of questions for you. Yeah, absolutely. If we could, why don't we start with why would a physician care about online reviews? Well, just like you said, I think you're just like pretty
0: much everybody else that these days... When you Google someone's name, you really do make a judgment on a person, on their practice based on their online reviews, whether that's right or wrong. It is how the world is working these days. It's how we choose restaurants and how we choose many other services that we use in our daily life. So physicians should take, I think, an active role in how the public views them. It's their name, it's their branding, and it's really their livelihood. So in my opinion, I think physicians should pay attention to what's being said online. And does it matter where it's being said online? In my experience, Google is the premier by far, uh, maybe 85% at least, it's the most popular platform that people use and trust and refer. And it's just so much more widely used than some of the other review sites.
1: So why is it more common for a physician to receive a bad review than a good review?
0: Yeah, we do find that it is much more common. And the reason that is, is because people have so much more energy. When I feel wronged, or I feel that something hasn't gone the way I expected it to, I have so much more motivation to go home and to tell the world about what happened to me. The amount of energy that's put behind feeling like I want to get that review out online versus if I'm a happy person, a happy patient, I'm going about my day. I don't feel this particular big motivation to go online and review my physician, even if I'm completely happy. I have no problem telling anybody how good it is and how much I like them. It's just, I don't have the opportunity. I'm not going to really put it on the top of my things to do. There's so many things to do in life. There's not that burning need to go online and to tell people that I'm happy. Unfortunately, that is kind of the way of the world at the moment.
1: You're so right. It doesn't really reach the top of the priority list somehow when you have good things to say about someone, but you are motivated if you have something negative to say, and that seems to be prevalent. So what is the solution for that?
0: Well, the solution I think is there is software out there that allows physicians to really control their online presence. And what I mean by that, Is that the software will automatically send a text and an email to your happy patients, giving them the opportunity to like literally just click the five-star rating or hopefully five star rating, and it can be immediately published to your Google My Business page so everybody can see. So it's just a matter of convenience. And if you make it super convenient for people, they are more than happy. There's no reason that anybody, if they don't want to do it, they don't do it, but you will get five, six, seven times more reviews online if you make it a super easy thing for your patients to do.
1: I see. Well, that makes complete sense. So basically the software enables you to send a simple message to patients when they're leaving. And just by volume alone, chances are you will get more positive reviews doing it that way. But if you just do nothing and wait and hope that patients go out of their way to leave you a positive review, it's more trouble for the patient. So they typically don't do it. Right. So by making it easier for the patients, it increases the number of positive reviews you're going to get, which changes the ratio of negative reviews to positive reviews. Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's what we have definitely found. We have found that overwhelmingly, unless you've got a really bad bedside manner or something, overwhelmingly, you'll get positive reviews from happy patients.
1: Is there a way to improve a review if someone leaves a negative review? There is
0: actually no way to improve a review. I mean, technically you could contact the patient, you could discuss it, you could ask them to remove the review and possibly they will, but really the way to combat a negative review would be one to respond in a HIPAA compliant way. So you don't kind of look like a jerk. You want to respond. You want to let the patient know that you heard them and you want to encourage them to take it offline and say, you know, I'd love to talk to you about this. Could you please contact my office? Even reviews that are left for you online in error, let's say someone literally can leave a negative review. Maybe they get confused on who their doctor was. They can leave you a scathing review and it's not even your patient. Even in that instance, you cannot get them removed from Google because Google is not going to police whose patient is who. And because of free speech and making sure that everyone is heard, they're not going to remove a poor review. The way to combat it is to acknowledge it and then just get a bunch of good reviews to kind of replace that bad review.
1: And speaking of getting a lot of good reviews, is there a certain number of reviews that is considered appropriate? Do you have a recommendation or something that you're kind of seeing on average that people have more success in their practice if they have a certain number? Yeah, you know, really good question. What's the
0: magic number that you want? And I think the answer to that question is that you know when you think about it, all reviews are not the same. When you're looking up someone to see and see how practices run, really, current reviews are the ones you care about. So while someone may have a hundred reviews, if they're from a year ago, somehow they just don't feel as relevant. So I don't think there's a magic number, but I do know that current and detailed, if you can get them, Yeah, relevant and current and a good number is really the way to go.
1: You mentioned something a moment ago, which is responding to a negative review and taking it offline to say, please contact my office so that we can talk about this. Is that something that you recommend physicians are monitoring to be able to do? And is that built into software? Yes and yes, on
0: both of those questions. There's a portal that will actually show you all your Google reviews all at once. So you don't have to be searching online and figuring out who left me a review and who didn't. The software can actually alert you if a negative, which is a one, two, or three star, we consider those negatives. If you receive a one, two, or three star, you can get a notification just saying, Hey, check it out. Here's what someone said about you. And then you can reply in a HIPAA compliant way is always good. Again, just acknowledging, I think it's always important to acknowledge someone and how they feel. Really, when you think about it, that's where lawsuits start. They start with patients feeling unheard, disgruntled, no one's paying attention. So it's a really good thing to monitor, in my opinion, that you want to get a hold and in front of someone who's complaining, someone who's had a problem. You want to make sure that's right and have someone address it call the person, right? Even it's just not your reputation. It's just a situation. They're telling you right there, Hey, there's a problem. And I think your responsibility and certainly to your benefit to make sure that you've got eyes on what's going on. And it's really easy. If you just have to go to one place and you can see who's leaving me good reviews, who's leaving me bad reviews and make sure that it's addressed.
1: Absolutely. And So many times I see reviews that reflect things that are easily fixable, like the person who answered the phone when I called the office was rude or, you know, things that if you know they're going on in your office, you can address them and fix them. And if you're aware that those are the reviews coming back, then that can be solved. And again, reaching out to the patient to let them know that you're making efforts to solve it would make a huge difference. It would go a long way. Right. And in fact, you can actually search your reviews. So if
0: you want to know how reception or how appointments are going or the wait time, you can actually search those keywords. If you suspect there's a problem or you just want to know, you know, I mean, just keep eyes on what's happening in the front office. It's a
1: very candid way to kind of just see what's going on behind the scenes. So this is within the software tools, for example that are used to help physicians monitor the reviews. Okay, that's excellent. That would be really useful. And so you mentioned something else a moment ago that I was curious about, which is the Google My Business page. Can you tell me a little bit about what that is and why it matters and whether we should be setting those up ourselves? So Google My Business is a
0: page that businesses get and then also physicians and dentists are able to get their own Google My Business page. And that's it. Artists don't get them. The president doesn't get them. Congressmen don't get them. So it's an opportunity for physicians. It's a free thing. They're able to set up their personal profile. They set up you know, where they work and their business hours and how to contact their office, pictures, the whole bit. You can't buy it. But it it's given and you can tie your reviews to that page. I would highly recommend any physician out there to set up their own Google My Business page.
1: Like I said, it's free (laughs) and it's an opportunity to start kind of branding yourself. Wow, I did not know that. So that's a really useful piece of information that I'm going to take back to my group who probably already does know that. But we have a fantastic administrative team that is on top of those kind of things. But that does. Sound like a really useful piece of advice. So thanks for that point. So basically the overall question then is when you talk about reputation management, is that specifically online reviews or does that encompass other management of other arenas? For us, that is specific to online
0: reviews. I believe there are reputation management firms that are more like PR firms that you could potentially hire. That would be more on a higher level, though, maybe like a public figure or, you know, I'm sure like head of a hospital or somebody in a scandal might need that where they're really monitoring news outlets and such. Reputation management, I guess, can mean a lot of different things.
1: But when we say
0: it, we're talking about online reviews. And another question
1: that came up when you and I were talking another time. I was wondering, you know, if the practice itself has reputation review or, you know, has its own kind of software, whether that matters and whether the physicians each should have their own or, you know, what the best setup is. I wonder if you could tell me about that. You bet. Good
0: question. So lots of practices have online review software where they're generating reviews from their patients, which is great. But let's say you're an individual physician and you work for a practice. All your happy reviews are then going to that location's review site and Google My Business page. So what we recommend and what I think would be important would be even though that practice has their own review management software set up, set your own Google My Business page up and use the software for you that is sending out a link. So when your patients leave your office, you go ahead and send that link out. And what will happen is that your happy, good review will get posted to your own profile. It doesn't mean that your practice couldn't also send out a review request, but kind of like the first person who does it usually is the one that will get the review. Sometimes people are happy to leave from more than one source, but I myself would prefer to have my reviews go to my page. So if I do decide to leave, or if somebody wants to look me up, they're going to look me up as a doctor. You know, Dr. Brown, if he moves somewhere, I want to find him if he's my current doctor and he's left, find out where he is. And I want to read his reviews because it really matters about how he practices, not necessarily where he works.
1: Right. So if you have your own, it does make sense. Then you can cumulatively have your reviews wherever you go over the course of your career. And so as you build more and more positive reviews, obviously you would want to take those with you. Yeah. Kind of follow you for life. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Makes complete sense. So having worked in this arena for a little over, I guess now a year and a half or so. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me some stories about your experience and how you're finding it to be worthwhile? Yeah. You know, I guess people come to us in either one of two states.
0: One, they're more proactive and they're maybe newer in practice, or they're maybe a little bit younger. It tends to be a little bit more easy to understand when you have younger physicians or dentists and they're on board, they're on top of it. Those are great, easy. And then the other type that sometimes we get would be people who have had a bad experience or they've had a patient and they're just like, I'm over it. I finally want to be able to mitigate this. And, you know, we work with all types of people and we want to make everybody feel as though they're supported and that their account manager is there for them. So when they do get a bad review, they don't fire off. A response that is non-HIPAA compliant or negative. And actually our account managers will review responses. Sometimes we'll get someone that will just, I don't know, they will lose it or they're in the moment and they haven't thought it through, but they will like send some stuff. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not what you want to post. <laughs> I'm sure it's not what you want to post. Yeah, you know, Everybody does things in the heat of the moment and I won't point fingers, but some people are very fiery and it's good to have that extra layer of protection to make sure that, you know, your reputation is intact and you're looking appropriate.
1: Yeah. That does sound like a very valuable resource in more than just the ability to send people an easy way to leave reviews, but also a little bit of protection from ourselves <laughs> and our emotional response, which yeah. you know sometimes it's very frustrating. If you know what happened behind the scenes and maybe someone, could have interpreted something differently. On the other hand, it's also very frustrating to be a patient who feels like they didn't get treated well, so. Yeah, you know, and it is
0: surprising. It's just the way things work, but stuff that you would never say face-to-face to to somebody, for some reason, I mean, we all do this, we'll type it online and we'll publish it for the world to see. So reviews can be stinging and they can be much more outrageous than what a conversation would be face-to-face. So it's good to remember that and try and mitigate, try and calm it all down and have a way to respond in an appropriate, calm manner that makes you look concerned and, you know, accurately reflects who you are as a person because it can get personal and that's rough.
1: Yeah. And the last thing you would want to do is get into a back and forth online. So absolutely great advice to take it offline right from the beginning if that happens. Well, fantastic. It's such a pleasure to talk with you and this is such good advice. And if someone wants to use your service, tell me how they would find you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to www-empath-iq, and we're a .io, and they can get in touch with me and I am more than happy to walk them through, show them a demo, talk about what's happened in the past and see if we can get
1: that course corrected and get them bundled up with lots of good, happy reviews. Fantastic. And I think for a lot of people, they may only have two or three reviews. So they're probably at a great place to start. I think you just may not have very many Yep. at this point, And it's a great chance to build up a reserve of positive reviews. I'm sure it's inevitable to get some negatives, but always to look for what caused them because it may not have actually been the physician. It could have been any interaction in the whole process of getting to that physician. So yeah, well, thank you. And I look forward to working with you myself. So I appreciate your information. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Amanda Tarrin. I'm the producer of the Doc Working Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like and subscribe. We would also love it if you checked out our website, which is docworking.com. And you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. On Instagram, we are docworking1, and that is with the number 1. When you check us out on social, please let us know what you would like to hear on the podcast. Your feedback really means a lot to us. And if you're a physician with a story you'd like to tell, please reach out to me at amanda@docworking.com at to apply to be on the podcast. Thank you again, and we look
1: forward to talking with you on the next episode of Doc Working, The Whole Physician Podcast.